Welcome to Your Bookkeeping Matters. I'm Lisa Turner, bringing you short and snackable weekly episodes on bookkeeping and business matters in an easy to understand way so you can be in control and confident that you know your bookkeeping matters. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hello there. It's the time of the week to get your bookkeeping matters fixed. And today is a look at some really common financial mistakes so you can make sure you're not making them. It's inevitable to make mistakes, even more so when you're new to running your own show or you don't yet have the right people around you. But mistakes are how we learn as well, but it's not always a great idea with finances to wing it and hope for the best. So let's take a look at mistakes I see a lot of so you can learn in advance. Number one, not pricing for profit. If you're not selling your products or services for a profit, you're essentially paying people to buy from you or work with you, running your business at a loss, which is the complete opposite of what you should be doing. What do I mean by pricing for profit though? You are not setting the prices of how much you charge to make sure it's going to be profitable. This happens for a few different reasons, but they all come back to knowing your costs. First, you need to know a really accurate breakdown of the costs involved with selling your products or providing your service. And what happens is you might consider the main ones that you know and forget about all the other little bits and bobs, the packaging, time, software subscriptions and other little expenses that contribute to the cost of that product or service. And there are always, of course, items to pop up or costs might fluctuate, which is why it's even more important to make sure you have some cream in your pricing because you don't want to do all the things to simply break even or run at a loss. Profit is the goal. If you need a hand to work out your pricing and your costs, You can grab my free pricing calculator at accountedforyou.com.au forward slash pricing calc and you can plug in all your costs and the prices you're thinking of using and you'll see if there's any profit in that and how much more profit you could make if you tweak the prices slightly. It does quite a few different scenarios for you to help you work out what is the best price for you to be selling at. Do a quick search on my website as well for profit or even pricing and you'll find loads of tools and resources to get you on track with your profit. I do also have an episode earlier in the show, pricing for profit and mistakes to avoid and another one, simple steps I use to increase profit. Take a listen. They have some actionable tips, easy to implement the right way to get you on track for profit. I have so many clients that come to me wondering why there's no money in their bank accounts and it's nearly always pricing problems. Even if you're confident that your pricing is in a good place, jot it down, review it and review it regularly, today even, because it's not a set and forget task. You might be surprised at what you find. I've had people message me thinking they were selling at a profit and they weren't. So just make sure you're always checking your pricing regularly. 
Now, if you've ever done any training with me or had a call with me or been following along for a little while now, I'm always banging on about you needing to keep business and personal separate. What I mean here is your bank accounts. It's absolutely essential to keep the two separate and have business-only bank accounts, no matter what your business is or your structure. You can't run a business in top gear if you mix them together. It slows you down having to wade through all the transactions and splitting them up. And you don't get an accurate or very up-to-date picture of how the business is doing financially. This is a really simple one to fix right now if this is you. Jump into your online banking, open a new bank account for work only. If you can't do it online, give your local bank branch a call to see what they need from you and get it sorted. And sometimes it's actually a requirement that you have a separate business bank account. So that is a really easy mistake to get fixed quickly. Now, kind of tied together with that is something even bigger business can get wrong a lot of the times, not saving for your taxes. And I'm talking about your GST, which is your goods and services tax here in Australia, or income tax. And they're two totally different taxes. You might need to pay one or the other or both, but they don't cancel each other out. If you're registered for GST, you need to be popping money aside for your BAS. And if you're running profitably, income taxes are a fact of life. So squirrel some more away to cover for that one as well. But let's think big picture here too. You are, of course, going to be making a profit. So it's even better to save from the very start and get yourself in a good savings habit. Work out a savings plan which works well for you and stick to it because you don't want yourself in the really sticky situation of having big bills with the ATO only to realize your bank balance doesn't cover it. If you haven't got a savings plan, you want to put one in place. But I hear you ask, exactly how much do I need to save? Well, as always, it depends. Everyone is different. Go and have a chat with your bookkeeper or your tax agent to get an idea of what ATO bills you've got on the horizon and work out some percentages or amounts to work beautifully for you to save. It might be tricky to get started on this, but trust me, when it's in place and you get your BAS or tax bill and the money is there, it's the best feeling. We actually send out monthly BAS estimates to our bookkeeping clients to keep them on top of savings for their GST and they absolutely love it. Do you have shiny object syndrome, buying all the things, subscriptions, courses, anything new and exciting? If you're not careful, you could well be making some large and very unnecessary purchases that can not only hurt your bank balance when you should be saving, but also your bottom line. And the bottom line is if you're making a profit or not. Spending up big is something we do need to do that from time to time. It's absolutely necessary sometimes, but make it a part of your strategic spending by planning ahead and budgeting for things you want to buy and invest in to grow your business. It's a good idea to do quarterly planning sessions where you plan what's ahead for your business, your income, and also the expenses. So 
don't dive in headfirst when it comes to spending. Set yourself a budget based on what you want to do with your business. This is a huge mistake that people make diving in and easily fixed by planning. Now, budgets can be a bit of an unpopular topic because they don't work for everyone, but you do need to budget or plan in some version to fit in with you and your way. Else, how will you get where you want to be if you're divvying up all the cash without any thought of what you need dollar-wise in the future? Plan the big things or the items with the most impact on what you do so that you know where you are, when you need to spend the money, and you've got it there saved. Don't make the mistake of spending money on large, unnecessary things. Plan ahead and make aligned and informed decisions with your money. If this sounds way over your head, you can keep it as basic as you like to start with and work up to a more detailed plan and budget as you grow. Have a really good chat with your trusty bookkeeper or accountant and get them to be your guide and cheerleader on this because that will encourage you and help you with it. Because you absolutely can do this even if you think you're not great with numbers. The last common financial mistake to chat through with you is running your business financials on a spreadsheet. Anytime you start a business, even as a side hustle, you should invest in accounting software, something like Xero, for example. It might feel like a really big cost each month when you're just starting out or when you're trying to grow your business, but it literally saves you time automating and taking away a lot of the room for human error, missing transactions, typing the wrong amount, formulas not working, the list goes on. But I completely get it. Sometimes you don't want to dive into the software straight up for whatever your personal reasons are. But if you're listening along with me right now, you want to grow your business Avoid mistakes and learn and do it the right way. So ditch the spreadsheets, my friend. The time and the place for them is gone because this is quite possibly the most harmful common mistake that you want to avoid because you want to apply for a grant and need to show your revenue. Well, you'll need a profit and loss from your software. You want to join a membership with revenue entry requirements you need a reliable profit and loss. If you personally want to go and get a home loan or refinance, yep, you need to show your reports for that too. And you also can't look forward to future projections in spreadsheets to plan. Well, you kind of could, but by the time you take the hours to create a cash forecast and plug the figures in your budget, well, you could have paid the software subscription and saved yourself the time and the hassle. Accounting software, in my personal opinion, is one of your best friends in business. And it's really a non-negotiable for me. It's quick access to a better picture of how your business is and does so much of the heavy lifting in terms of automation, bank feeds of your income and expenses, and chasing up overdue money for you. It's an extension of your business because it also really sets the tone for who you are and how you run your business. Anyone who sends a Word document, Excel, Canva invoice, and the like for 
ad hoc invoices, well, I kind of don't think you really take yourself or your business very seriously. There are sales platforms that you can use to send brilliant invoices, by the way, but that information still feeds back to your accounting program to see how you're doing financially. If you're not already using accounting software, I do have a little training video on my website on how to create your very own zero file step-by-step taking the unknown away because that's something I get feedback on. I don't know how to answer the questions or what to put or what does it mean. So I do have that training video there. Financial mistakes can really hurt your business. So always get advice from someone you trust who is actually a professional in the industry and what's best for someone else may not be what you need. So make sure you surround yourself with the right people in your business and always have a positive mindset. Now there's a little hint for you about an episode coming up in a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening along today, learning your bookkeeping matters. If you loved the episode, please share it. I would be so grateful. And I can't wait until next week to chat profit strategies with you.